This episode of Lean Green Dad Radio is brought to you by Lisa Sleep, helping the world sleep better one beautifully designed and crafted mattress at a time. Visit them online for your hassle-free mattress buying experience at lisa, L-E-E-S-A dot com slash leangreendad and use the code leangreendad at checkout for 100 bucks off your order. That's lisa.com slash leangreendad and use the code leangreendad. This week's episode is also brought to you by Organifi, the makers of green juice. Now, this gently dried superfood greens powder is the first that I've ever tasted, guys, that doesn't taste like I'm drinking swamp water. You know what I mean? It's like you want to be healthy, you want to try to have your green juice and get more greens in your body, but it just tastes gross. This one, it's got a taste of mint, and it uh, it, it's really neutral, believe it or not, which is really awesome for what's in it. Now, I'll tell you more about what's in it later, but for this and tons of great organic vegan products, visit them online, Organifi, and that's with an F-I at the end, Organifi.com, and use the code LEANGREENDAD at checkout for 20% off your order, which is actually cheaper than Amazon. Boom! That's uh, Organifi.com and use the code LEANGREENDAD. Everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Hey, everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast that provides fuel for families. And now, here's your host, Corey Warren. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. We are proud to be brought to you by the Parents on Demand Network, which is an app of a ton of great parental podcasts. So if you're in the mood for some great podcasts, go check them out, parentsondemand.com. Also, make sure you subscribe and review us. Review us in the iTunes store, if possible, if you can. Uh, That means so much to me, and it really allows the show to keep going strong. So, uh, what's up, folks? My name is Corey, and if it's your first time hearing us, then welcome. Thank you for tuning in and spending some time with me. We have a great guest, as always. And, uh, you know, who who am I? Well, I'm a husband. I'm a father of three kids and a plant-based athlete. And each week I get to talk to some of the most inspiring folks I can find to help me stay motivated to just stay fit, eat healthy, and get the most out of life as a busy parent. And for me, finding time to work out and make healthy, quick meals for my family while spending quality time together can be really difficult, especially when we overschedule ourselves. So my hope is that by me getting a chance to talk to some of these awesome folks that you'll take away some quick tips or inspiration or even a story or two that helps keep you and your family going strong. Now, today's guest. Today's guest is a little different than what we normally do because we get to tap into actors, performers, entertainers out there. And, uh, you know, because my wife performs over at Walt Disney World, she meets some amazing people. Uh, This guy is no different. His name is Tony Robinette. And um, gosh, I mean, he's been in Fresh Off the Boat. He's been in How I Met Your Mother. We'll, We'll talk about some of the movies he's been in and some of the TV stuff he's done. But for me, it's always so fascinating to go behind the scenes and understand how these performers make it. Like, you know, you always hear of this dream of like, I'm going to move to LA or I'm going to move to New York and make it big. But the people that actually do it are very few and far between. So 
I really love talking to Tony. Uh, you're going to love him too. He's on his way to huge things. I know he's going to be, you know, a mega star. He's already been a co-star and all this other stuff, but he's on the way to getting his own show. Uh, God, I mean, some of the commercials he's done, just absolutely hilarious. I'll put him in the show notes, but, uh, the guy's just great. I love his personality. He's a very positive guy, very happy guy, and uh, I can jive with that. So anyways, let's get into it, guys. It is my podcast with the one and only Tony Robinette. All right. Hey, guys, what's up? Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. And, you know, from time to time, we get to have entertainers, performers on the show, people that are out there really doing it, like really making a living being a professional actor. And today I'm really excited about our guests. Uh, you know, guys, I, I have a chance to meet some pretty amazing people because my wife is a performer and this particular actor that is coming on the show today worked with my wife at Walt Disney World way back in the day. And uh, he has moved on to, gosh, I mean, guest appearances on Fresh Off the Boat, National Commercials, uh, How I Met Your Mother, Spring Breakers, the movie Robo Dog, uh, you know, Best Thanksgiving Ever. And he's got some special secret, top secret news that maybe he can leak a little bit for us. Welcome to the show, Tony Robinette. Hey there, it's good to be on. Thanks for having me, Corey. What's up? Nothing much, man. Uh, so you're you're out in L.A. You're doing your thing in L.A. now, yeah? Yeah, I've been here for about um, just over five years. Oh, my gosh. And it's been a crazy five years, I bet, right? It's been a crazy five, five years. It's a roller coaster here. And, so, But I love it. <laughs> and before you moved to L.A., you were in florida doing your thing at walt disney world what what stages what areas or, or parks were you at when you were at walt disney world so like a lot of people who are from um, los angeles or new york i was born and raised in orlando um so i started walt disney world at the age of 16 i was friends with insert character name here uh, <laughs> where basically uh, parade performers signing autographs basically friends with Pluto and all that fun stuff. Um, I, I went away for a while and then I came back and um, I was in Citizens of Hollywood with your lovely wife, Jen. Yes. And um, I did improv there. I did hoop to do review. I did a lot of uh, convention work for Disney. I also worked at Universal Studios uh, in Orlando. I did SeaWorld in Orlando, a lot of convention wow. work, Higher dinner theaters galore, basically. <laughs> I ran the gamut in Orlando. <laughs> you were an Orlando actor for sure, to the fullest. Yes, for sure. Wow. For sure. <laughs> awesome. And and how was that? I mean, that was a fun experience, but you know, there comes a time in your life where you're like, okay, it's time for me to either, you know, dive in head first or, you know, just stay here in Orlando and, and do my thing. And you know, the cool thing about Disney as a performer is I mean, you could have a very comfortable life staying here doing your thing and like for us you know jen we, we have three kids and stuff so it really works out well because she can still be creative and she can still have a pretty good income and and it's a steady income you know i guess every year it's steady if you get signed right yeah, absolutely and you know that's what i actually tell a lot of people i'm like if you want to work consistently and you want to make your art and have fun doing it and you want that dream of having an awesome house in an awesome neighborhood and um, security, Orlando is the best place to, to play because it's a giant playground. Um, in my, for, for me, um, the playground was a lot of fun, but it has a clear glass ceiling. 
and I wanted to dive into the film TV commercial world. And unfortunately, right now, um, Florida doesn't have really great tax incentives when it comes to film and television. So there's no real money to make it, um, make the, the market flourish and, and all that fun stuff. So that's when I decided, let's think about going somewhere else. Okay, so you're like, I'm going to do this. You know, did you talk to your parents about it? I know that sounds silly, but like I talked to my mom about everything. Were you like, Mom, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I did talk to my parents about it, and um, I'm also grateful for the fact that I have really, really awesome supportive parents mm. um, who are like, do it. You know, if you go fail, at least have a big spot on your stomach that said you belly flopped gracefully, mm. you know. Um, and I had a really awesome support system. I think, you know, Louis Gravance, he actually was my mentor a little bit. And I was debating between going to New York and L.A. And he finally, uh, you know, verbally pinned me in a corner and said, OK, look, in New York, you're going to be looking like everyone else. And you are going to be waiting in a line full of people who are awkward and weird, just like you. And in L.A., you're going to stand out because you're the awkward, weird guy in a line of pretty people. Nice. And you're, and you're going to work. And is, I, that a, and is that a compliment? You're like, that is such a compliment. <laughs> that is such a compliment. That's awesome. Uh, I am, I am awkward and weird. And when I can, I take that to the bank. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes. In fact, my, my favorite awkward, weird moment from you was just this simple stand-up behind the cubicle in the Wendy's commercial. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I, when I stared down that girl, um, yeah. the yeah. Wendy's girl. Yes. I forget her name. But, yeah, that was a fun commercial. I, I will put that in the show notes, guys, so you can see that commercial because uh, it's just like a, a, like a three-second appearance. But uh, it's, it's so Tony Robinette that it's, it's hilarious. So, um, oh, thanks. But, yeah, I mean, you get you – get, you get paid for that look, man. It's like you've got these, you know, your eyes are blue, right? It's not like a yes. coloring change on your headshot or anything. Okay. Nope. <laughs> I am a blonde hair, blue eyed, chubby guy. Yeah. And I love it. And they're, <laughs> and you you have this crazy curly hair too that just like makes you look just so unique. And I just, I love your look. I think it's hilarious. Uh, even your headshot makes me laugh. And so, thank you. I mean, you, you know, you know, you're in for a treat uh, when when you see this guy. But you know, tell me, okay, so you get you get to LA, you're doing your thing. Uh, what what was the first couple weeks like? Was it quick? Did you like have this audition that was like, boom? You know, I'm in, I'm in a show, or, or I'm in a, a commercial, or, or was it a slower slower burn? So uh, one of the awesome other things about Orlando is Orlando is a great place to train to go to a bigger market. Um, and so when I came to LA, I knew exactly what my expectations realistically were. And so I, I came here and I did a lot of research beforehand. Um, I'm also really lucky enough, I have an aunt and uncle who live here and we're very close, so I have family. And so there's also that support system here, yes. which is awesome because I, I say you need a church, whether that is a place of worship, the gym, um, the kitchen, uh, or acting class. You need somewhere to call church, even if it's family. Um, and so I sort of designed my own little churches that I could go to, whether it's classes for improv or you know, family night board games and all that fun stuff. So I got here in May of 2012. Um, shortly, I actually left Orlando two days after my 30th birthday. Wow. Um, 
I got in my car and I left. And uh, I got here and I immediately started looking for commercial representation and commercial agents. Uh, I got one. They started sending me out and I booked a um, non-union spot for Blue Shield of California. And it was about 14 small little internet commercials that was only going to be on YouTube and their website. Um, they flew me to San Francisco for about four days. We shot it, and it was a pretty good paycheck. Nice. And Yeah, and it set me up a little bit, and then I took more classes and all that fun stuff. Very cool. And then so when did How I Met Your Mother come in? Because I feel like that was the first – that was the first one. Am I right about that? That was like the first like, OMG, he's on How I Met Your Mother. So I, I had um, an awesome experience filming Spring Breakers in Florida before I moved here. Oh, yeah. But it, had, but it hadn't came out until after I was in L.A. for, uh. about, nine, for about nine or ten months. Uh. Um, so, yeah, actually, How I Met Your Mother was my first co-star audition. Amazing. And, um, and just so you know, guys know what a co-star is, a co-star is basically a one-liner under five lines – Hey, would you like fries with that? Here's your receipt, sir. It's little lines. Um, and so it was my first co-star audition, and I got it. And uh, it was so much fun. Um, and that was my first major thing I, I did in Los Angeles. Did you get to hang with Neil Patrick Harris? Was he cool to talk to? Um, you know, nobody was ever rude on set. Let me just preface this. But Neil Patrick Harris was the only one who took time out of his day to introduce himself to me. Wow. That's amazing. Um, That's incredible. He he introduced himself to me during rehearsal. um, And for those who who don't know set life, you're basically – you get called in and you sit and wait. And a lot of times you sit and wait in your own little room. So it's like, hey, you come in and then here's where you get the coffee. Now go wait in your room for four hours until we call you. Oh, my gosh. And when – and when you're actually on set, there's the potential. I think I was maybe on set for an hour and a half, and wow. I was there. I was there almost nine hours. Oh my um, goodness! But I was maybe on set, maybe even just an hour, because it was so quick. Because it's like, hey, we're gonna rehearse this a few times, and we're gonna do it a few times, and then we're gonna change the t- cameras and do it a few more times, and then we're gonna say goodbye. Oh. And that's that's how quick it really, really is. Was there any direction from the director when you got in there? Or were, were they just kind of like, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you got this. You're good. Let's move on. Uh, very little direction. They show you where to stand. Uh, you rehearse. And when it comes to sitcoms and television, it's more of they're, they're really paying attention to the lines um, because it's all a legal thing. So. Uh. So it's it's like you got to know where your commas are. You got to know where your periods are. Um, and it's little things like, hey, say the, not the. But that's about all the direction I had. Wow. That's incredible. Now, what what is the difference between a major TV show like that and, you know, a movie, a feature film like Spring Breakers? Uh, I think it all depends on the director because, you know, Harmony Korine, if you've ever seen any of these other movies like Kids, um, he did yeah. a movie oh, Kids that's a, a long time ago. The mega graphic one, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's done a movie called Gummo, um, and he's done other stuff. He's a weirdo. Like, he's totally a weirdo, and I remember Harmony uh, Korine looking at me saying, hey, you got your lines down? Great. So we're going to do it once as written, and then this, the next times, I don't care what the what the heck you say. Wow. As long as you, you know. And so it, it just depends on, you know, what directors like. 
Interesting. Interesting. Wow. Uh, and and talk to me about RoboDog. Like, I don't know much about RoboDog, but were you a voice in that? Or did you have, like, a guest appearance where you were actually in the show as yourself? So the cool thing about RoboDog is um, I think we have a lot of mutual friends who did RoboDog, actually. <laughs> uh, Ed Budd was in uh, – our friend Ed Budd was in RoboDog. Oh, my god! It was directed by Jason Murphy um, from Orlando. And he called me and basically um, – said hey do you want to do this this movie it's in orlando and we can arrange it through the union which is a really big deal for florida yeah to to arrange um films to go union in a non-union state is is pretty difficult so i applaud him for that and um he actually booked wallace sean to be in RoboDog. and for those of you who don't know who wallace sean is um He's the green dinosaur in Toy Story. No way. And, and he's also in The Princess Bride as It's Inconceivable. Oh, yes. Um, Inconceivable. Yes. Yes. That is Wallace Shawn. So Wallace Shawn played like the, the villain and I played his his assistant, like his, his, his brown nosing assistant. And so <laughs> all my scenes were with Wallace Shawn. And he was one of the smartest, most intellectual people I've ever met in my life. Wow. Um, he he has a skill that I wish I could have, and I don't even know if I could train myself at this point in my life. Um, have you ever been around one of those people that literally thinks about every word they say before they say it? I haven't. No. I mean, are you are you talking about from an actor point of view, or just like every single thing that they say is just magic? <laughs> Everything he says is magic. You talk to him and you ask him a question and he will pause and then he will say and articulate an answer. And it's just incredible because you can tell this man literally thinks of everything he's going to say. And um, we just don't do that anymore. So (laughs) The only person I can think of like that is Philip Nolan. Very similar to Philip Nolan. Wow, absolutely. And and for those of you who don't know Philip, um, he's he's an actor here locally. That's just you know he's in a lot of shows here. Um, and but... he's men- he's Mensa smart. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, mega mega smart. I agree. Um, okay, so you uh, now when did this fresh off the boat thing happen, and how was that? Because I'm, I'm guessing you got to be more on the set for that one than you did the other ones, uh, especially How I Met Your Mother, or was it similar? It was similar, um, but actually Fresh Off the Boat was one of the most professional shoots I've ever done. So when I did it, it was last year for the Christmas episode, and um, I think we shot in October for the Christmas episode, and I think I got it at 8 a.m. I had to be there at 8 a.m. in the morning, and I was in my car by 11.30. Um, Wow. Because they knew what they were doing, and they knew to just get it in and out. It was a really good director, really good crew, really good writing. Um, I got to work with Randall Park, which is awesome. So amazing. Um, and, uh, just, and what's cool about Fresh Off the Boat, and I actually said it in my audition, um, I looked at the, the casting director and I said, it's funny that I'm a guy from Orlando auditioning for a show that takes place in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it, you know, it's, it's one of those little things that it's like, hey, I could spark up conversation without being stupid. So. And did they or, or were they just like, oh, yeah, that's great. Ha ha. Thank you. 
they laughed and I think it was like, uh, they laughed and they were like, Oh really? You're from Orlando. I'm like, yeah, I've been here for about five years and just a little mini conversation. It's smart. It was all, or it was all organic though. It's wonderful. No, it's one of those memorable things, right? That's, yeah. that's, that's great. Yeah. Wasn't that the guy from Orlando? Yeah. You talk about the guy with curly hair. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. And I'd been in them before in with them before. So they knew me that cause we had a working relationship before then. Um, and then after that, they kept on calling me in because this was the same casting director that did Two Broke Girls. Mm. So, so they kept, they would keep on bringing me in, and I'd get really, really close every single time. Mm. And then Fresh Off the Boat was the one where I booked it. I'm like, yay! Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey back in the studio real quick. Is this interview awesome or what? I am having such a blast, but I wanted to make sure to give a shout out to our two very quick sponsors. One is Organifi. Now I mentioned them at the beginning and I'm really excited to bring them onto the show because they're just a company that gets it. Now I wanna tell you more about this green juice. Um, There's lots of wonderful products on their website, but I only have a minute here, so I'm gonna get back to the show in just a second but i gotta tell you about this juice man it's it's great um it's one of their most popular products now why because it has that neutral taste now i don't know about you but when i taste green juice that i buy from the grocery store or whatever there's a couple different brands out there but it's not great and and why do we do that to ourselves it's like we seem to think that we we have to choke it down or something and it can't taste good it's it's just how it's got to be you know we're drinking something green that's just how it is right well guess what it doesn't have to be that way organifi has mastered this non-gmo gluten-free soy-free formulation and inside this one little scoop that you add to your water are things like chlorella and moringa and spirulina and mint and beets and green tea and wheatgrass and ashwagandha, turmeric, lemon, and coconut water. These are great ingredients, folks. And with ingredients like these, you can't go wrong, And especially as a busy person. Now, I know, especially me, I, I'm a busy parent, so I'm flying all over the place. Guys, I add this to my shaker bottle in the morning and I'm on my way. I also add it to my smoothies after a workout and I don't taste a thing. It's a wonderful neutral taste that just blends right into anything. Uh, it's a great way to get more greens into your life, guys. Uh, so head over there to Organifi.com. That's Organifi with an F-I uh, at the end, Organifi.com. And use the code LeanGreenDad at checkout. It's 20% off your order. Like I said, it's better than what Amazon can get you. So trust me on this one. And uh, did I mention it's a hundred percent money back guarantee within 30 days if you don't like it. So all you do is just send it back. They don't they don't ask any questions. No big deal. Uh, money back. They they believe in their product. I believe in it. I use it every day. Organifi.com and use the code Lean Green Dad. Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey. And if you know what it's like to shop for a mattress in a mattress store, it's just straight up weird. I mean, look, you're laying in beds that other people have laid on. You really don't get a chance to truly like give them a good test. You know what I mean? Because you can't fall asleep on them. I mean, unless you want to spend the night in the store, but I mean, who does that, right? Okay, but seriously, the showroom experience is a thing of the past. And the marketing buzzwords and the fake features, they... They have these big mattress companies forgetting all about the most important thing, right? A reliable, comfortable mattress. And at a reasonable price too, I might add. So, uh, what if what if you could redesign the mattress as we know it? Reinvent the sleep experience. Well, that's exactly what my friends at Lisa are doing right now. I got my Lisa mattress a little over two weeks ago and it's been like heaven. 
my wife and I ordered a queen mattress and we noticed the difference in our bodies like right away, like after the first night. Now, um, you know, it's it's been like 10 years since we replaced our mattress. So, you know, when we saw some pretty dramatic changes, it, it makes sense, you know, I, but listen, I'm sure that if it's time for you to switch out your old mattress that you'll notice some great things for your first night of sleep as well. So give them a shot. Uh, you know, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking probably this is a crazy idea, right? You know, um, what I'm supposed to just like order a mattress through the mail and it just, you know, comes to my doorstep and now I have this mattress. I can't, you know, I can't try it out. But here's the thing. It's risk free. They have a hundred night in home trial backed by a no hassle, full refund policy. Now, all that's great. But the thing that really sung to me about Lisa and the reason that I'm working with them is they have a really wonderful mission. For every 10 mattresses sold, a mattress is donated to someone in need. I mean, their staff, they, they plant trees, one tree for every mattress sold. And they, they support, they support the local community, they support charities, they're incredible. So, you know, obviously guys, this is a great company. Um, if you choose to work with them for your mattress or buy from them for your mattress, you, you'll get a hassle-free experience. Go check them out. Uh, Lisa.com and of course that's L-E-E-S-A.com slash Lean Green Dad and you want to use the code Lean Green Dad all one word uh, at checkout for $100 off your mattress purchase. That's Lisa.com slash Lean Green Dad and uh, it'll pre-populate that code Lean Green Dad for you at checkout to save 100 bucks. We love ours and I know you'll love yours too. All right, back to the show. Um, you know, I want to I want to kind of transition. You know, we've we've talked about all of your acting stuff, and it's so cool. But truly, you are kind of your own. You're the CEO of yourself. I mean, you are a self-made entrepreneur. Uh, you you have to on the on the daily go out and audition. Uh, you know, some days things are super busy, and other days they're not. And um, you know, for me, I'm just now coming into this entrepreneurial lifestyle where. Lean Green Dad has been fun in the past, uh, and it's always been like this really awesome hobby, but it's now my full-time gig. And, uh, you know, it's it's wonderful. It's a, it's a wonderful, you know, happy time that I'm able to have this pay the bills for, for my family. But at the same time, it's very scary, you know, because, uh, and we were talking about this before the show, it feels like it's volatile. But it, it's not really any more volatile than any other job because... It feels like nowadays, if, if they're kind of done with you, uh, they could just let you go. Any any kind of job, yeah? Yeah, and, and I mean, there's no, in my opinion, there's no employee, um, um, employer-employee loyalty anymore. Hmm. Um, especially in the industry that we've been in. Sorry, if you can hear my dog, he's coughing right now. Oh, uh, is he okay? <laughs> he's okay. All he's right. just an old man. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry about it. If you hear it in the background, it's not me. That's good. No, or some <laughs> um, some other person you're housing in your house. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but but um, there's no loyalty anymore, and in my personal opinion, hmm. um, and who knows the reason for that? It could be whatever, but uh, it's better to make your own way and to invest in yourself, in my opinion, um, and being out here. I've had a lot of not great jobs. I mean, I was a parking lot attendant when I first moved here, and I hated it. Um, I was an overnight uh, 
kennel operator. Oh. So I so I basically just babysat dogs, but it was an overnight job, and there were days where I wouldn't sleep for 48 hours because I would literally have to work 9 p.m. to 7 a.m. I would have an 8:30 or I would have a 10 a.m. audition. So by the time I got home, it's 8:30. I had to shower, get in my car, go clear across town for a 10:30 audition. I don't get home until noon. Oh, you have a two o'clock audition. So I go to another audition, and then I have to be back at work at seven. Oh so there's my no, and and honestly, to me that was like hell on earth, uh, <laughs> oh. just because I I had very little sleep. I was cranky. Um, I was auditioning a lot, which was great. But then then I thought to myself, you're not bringing your best A game, right? Because you're tired, right? And so. I, I did that. Um, I worked for Uber. I did Lyft. I did Postmates, all the side hustle, the quote unquote side hustle jobs. And um, I actually enjoyed those because it's your own schedule. Yep. You, you do whatever. Um, and right now I work for Universal Studios here from time to time. Uh, I do conventions from time to time. I do a dinner theater in, near Disney. Um, and I also do some consulting on the side, well, like you know, revamping actors' headshots—not headshots, not headshots uh, revamping their resumes and their and their cover letters for agencies and all that fun stuff. Oh, amazing! And the cover letter is so important, just in general. I feel like if you're gonna be able to connect with someone, you know, the resume and the cover letter they go hand in hand, and you can't have one without the other. And, um, you know, that that's in the business world or in the acting world. I mean, you know, very rarely, I'm guessing as an actor, do you have to write a cover letter over and over unless you're submitting to multiple different agencies at the very beginning or you're looking to yeah. move into a different genre. But it's just so important, that cover letter. The, the cover letter and the resume are extremely important um, because there is a standard. Um, you know, most most people in my industry who are the people who have to read cover letters, they want to be able to glance at something and read it within five seconds. And so I tell people they don't need your life story. It's literally, it's a literally, hi, this is who I am. This is what I offer. Let's set up a meeting. Mm -hmm. uh, short, simple, to the point. And with the resumes, there's a standard way of doing it. And there's an expectation. Um, and, and an actor's resume is extremely different than a, a, uh, real world. I don't even want to say real world because I hate saying that. Um, <laughs> a, a nine a, to five. A, How about a nine to five? A pedestrian. <laughs> <laughs> a pede or, or yeah, a, a, a traditional. That's what I'll say. What do you call it um, when you come back from the military? A uh, civilian. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes. So it, it's it's way different than a traditional or civilian um, job. Yeah. So I agree. That's that's really cool. Uh, so. But now there's been some kind of secret news that you that you leaked on your social channel. Not anything big because I know that you have to keep it locked in, you know, tight-lipped here. But of course, can you can you give us a little bit of a glimpse into what you're doing? And if you can't, that's totally okay too, but this is a big deal for you. I have to be vague as possible, but okay. I will tell Super you vague. as much as I can as much as I can. Uh so a few months ago, I did a pilot, um, and it got picked up for online streaming, which is now the norm. Um, so it's on an online service similar to Amazon or Netflix or Hulu. 
it's not either one of those. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Yep. But it's a it's a, a up and coming competitor um, that has really good TV shows on it right now. I think that's and great. and uh, this show is a um, show that has a former basketball player and formal former basketball players. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And we did the pilot. I was able to see a clip uh, of my spot on it, and it looks really good. And so, actually, we're having we're supposed to have the table read tomorrow this week. We're Holy cow! To have, yeah, and I got signed on to do um, three out of the eight episodes. Oh, wonderful! Wonderful! Congratulations, so, man! That's so great. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm really excited. Uh, the best way to describe this show is it's. Um, it's Ballers meets Entourage. Neat. So I love it. I love it. Well, basketball's so, yeah. basketball's always been very popular with me, and I know that right now the NBA is one of the biggest brands in general. And I mean, I don't know if you're following, but the Big Three. Have you heard of this Big Three league? No. Okay, so they basically took Ice Cube, the rapper, took all of and the actor, uh, took all of these. Um, ex-NBA players these these guys that were were in their prime back in the day and now they've kind of you know they've retired they've stepped away they're probably in their you know 40s now probably mid 40s or so uh because when you're playing professional basketball I mean your your career ends at mm, I want to say 30s you know unless yeah, it's you're Kobe a very Bryant, short very go, short-lived career unless you're Kobe <laughs> you go to the four yeah. you play 20 years and you're a phenomenon but <laughs> anyway, so he's gotten some of these guys after they've come out of, you know, playing in the NBA and they do a three on three league and they televise it on, uh, I think it's Spike or something like that, but it's really pretty cool. You know, there's all, uh, there's so the people I'm working with and I can't say the name. I'll no, tell you the don't, name don't. When, yeah. we're done, when we're done, but, uh, the gentleman I'm working with, he has cre- he's in the process of creating his own empire and, um, the show is loosely scripted, so it, it's called what we call beat sheets. Where it's it's a lot like what I did with your wife yes. in Disney. It was it's a lot of like, hey, here's the beginning, here's the middle, and here's the end. Here's the outline of the scene. Yeah, these are the few things you must put in there, but how you get to them is on you. I feel like Seth and Rogen it, movies do that too. Am I right? It's very yeah, it's very improv based. Oh man. You know, where it's like a ten minute scene is only two pages. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I was uh I was just watching Superbad the other day and just cracking up again at how funny that movie is. I just that, I was that's the goal. That that <laughs> that movie just seems like it's uh, you know, just not scripted at all and they just like are no. just riffing. But I could be wrong. Who knows? But and you, you never know because we there's so many talented writers that it it could all be 100% scripted and you would just never know. Right? No, you're right. So, but but my whole point is is this basketball player was so funny and so talented, and and I was actually a little shocked at how great he was. Wow. Um, very rare. Just so so great to work with. Yeah, it's so. very rare. I don't know what it is, but athletes uh, at that level they just there's something about there's like a wall when they're trying to act and I just, I just don't get it sometimes, but Hey, I'm glad you had a great experience. Yeah. Um, let, let's talk about what's next for you. What is, what is on the horizon? What do you, you know, after this show, what, what are your goals? Do you want to, you know, get into voiceover stuff or, you know, what do you, what do you think? You know, I've actually thought about voiceover stuff. Um, I have a friend who, who's really, really good at, at working in voiceovers. And, um, I think we're going to, 
trade some services. Like I'm going to help him try to get an agent and he's going to help me put together a reel or demo or something. Sweet. Um, that kind of stuff. I'd love to get into that. Episodic season um, is here. So we have seasons in LA. We have like pilot season, which everybody has heard about. That's when all the new shows are casting. Um, and then we have episodic season, which is basically when things come back and it's, it's like season two of your favorite show and they're, they're filming. And that's when, you know, a lot of auditions happen. So that we're right smack dab at the beginning of episodic. So I'm hoping it's a very busy year for me. Um, but the end all goal is, you know, I would love to, to, to be a recurring on a, on a sitcom. Yeah. Um, right now, you know, I told myself, I made myself a goal, uh, at, at the beginning of the year, um, saying this was the year that I was going to get a guest star role. And, um, for those of you who don't know, a guest star role is basically a much bigger role than a co-star. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's all about bi um, billing. It's, it's very much a supporting role that drives the story. Yeah. Um, and so I told myself this year that I was going to make the jump and get a get a freaking guest star, and um, that's what I did. Yep. So I sort of have to regroup and go, hey, what are my goals for the next year? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so. Awesome, man. Um, well, where? Yeah. Go ahead. I'd love I, to be on TV. I'd love to be on TV. We want you every, on TV every week. Every week. Where can <laughs> we follow you on social media? Well, look me up on Twitter, Tony Robinette. That's R-O-B-I-N-E-T-T-E. -T -T -E. Um, and you can find me on Instagram as well. Awesome. You can also find me on Facebook. And I will probably friend anyone who, who <laughs> friends me on Facebook because I don't keep it personal. Um, <laughs> so if you follow me, great. Um, if you don't, that's fine. I understand. <laughs> Well, we're going to make sure to put all that in the show notes so people can find you because once this streaming show comes out, I know it's just going to be another step for you and then it's going to be big time. So we are Aww. all going to be waiting and I'll be able to say like, hey, you remember when we had Tony Robinette on the show? Well, and then we'll, we'll have I appreciate a, that. We'll have another episode after you've like just blown it out of the water and you're an A-list celebrity. So we'll have you back. From, from your lips to God's ears, please. <laughs> well, thanks again for coming on the show, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys. What's up? It's Corey back in the studio. Thank you so much for making it through another episode of Lean Green Dad Radio. But hey, don't let your experience end here. Visit us online at leangreendad.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram. We've even got a YouTube channel for you, so it's all there. Go enjoy. In fact, if you want to, you can uh, sign up for our free grocery shopping series. It's a three-part video series. It will show you some of my favorite brands, my healthy brands that I use for uh, shopping in the grocery store for your busy family. So until next week, my friends, this is Corey from Lean Green Dad saying keep going that extra mile for your family. See you next week.